the murders seem to have some kind of connection to a bunch of dolls. The wounds, specifically. Most people don't think art is useful. It's just literally shoved into this back closet area. Maybe we should look at the college again. We need somebody who hasn't been associated with Dantera very closely. We need somebody who looks innocent, calm in difficult situations, and Daniel. Well, to ask the question is to question what art actually is. So let me ask you again, what do you think of this piece of wood? Well, I find the curve is very eccentric and the build quality is fascinating. Exactly. Is Daniel set for this? Is Vasquez still alive? From what I can see, it actually turns out that he's recently deceased. It was donated to us from Vasquez. Looks like we've got some new information on Vasquez. In fact, it seems like almost everything in the will of Vasquez was left to one Mateo Vasquez. Welcome back to Season 3, Episode 23 of The Odd Campaign. Here with me I have all of my lovely players, some in person, some far, far away. But go ahead and introduce thine selves so we may hop right back into the thick of things. Hi guys, I'm Snow and I play Snow in the podcast. She is the leader of The Odd Guild alongside with her faithful wolf companion, Nachia. <laughs> Who is the king? Uh, he was drinking some water, I apologize. Hi, I'm Aurel. I am... Um scared. I don't like creepy things in the game. I have a very visual imagination. I play Elias, who is a tough Russian spy person who's pretty bad. It's her first mission. Let's let's cut her some slack. Can I can I want a side note just note that for her first mission, she was supposed to go and find and locate what your country deemed to be an international super threat who is working on nano-neurological technology which supposedly had the power to bring down the entire Russian population but you, first mission, were sent to handle this task. <laughs> Maybe she wasn't alone. Maybe this was like a test. I don't know. If she was a test, she Ooh, failed. Fun, fun, fun plot point. Maybe Wait, I'll just add another Russian spy who's this, like, you are a terrible job. You should stop. What if you were just being hazed? You, this, this is just hazing? a hazing. Oh, that'd be great. Secretly, Stefan's your superior agent. Oh, <laughs> yes. No, I hate that. <laughs> I love it. No. All right, introductions. Continue. Hey, everyone. I'm Mohit. I play Ash slash Shao, the resident screw-up of the group. Uh, Sao slash Ash is a, is a bard. I progress the story with messing things up and will continue to do so this time. Hello, everyone. My name is Daniel, and I play Daniel because I am original. Daniel is the resident healer of the group, and in this 
previous episode was trying to get everyone not dead because that would just not be fun to deal with. I'm not dead. Indeed, you you did good. I'm not emotionally alive, but I'm not dead. Great. I can't heal for that. <laughs> when last we left off, we all found ourselves currently in the courtyard of the college in the city of Arabeldum. You recently left the art department after a bit of a spoopy encounter. After having met the art department head and a couple of the students, there was a precarious situation which promptly led all of you to get out of there immediately. So... We find ourselves back with all of my lovely players. All right. Is everybody okay? No, not mentally. I don't know what I just went through, but it was not helpful to my mental state. I, um, I, <laughs> I don't like uh, it. <laughs> I think I've got, like, a twig stuck in my shoe from climbing through those bushes. No. Wilson, th- that's not the concern. Well, Go what? take care of your shoe okay, bush okay, over there. You just see him, like, hopping on one foot, trying to take his shoe off and, like, shaking it upside down. I have never experienced such a terror in my entire life. Why was Mannequin moving? Why does it have glass eyes that stare into your soul? Oh, I didn't see that. Uh, but I met a very nice man who seemed to like me. Luca, we all love you. Oh, it thank is... you. Except for Snow, but... No, I, I, I grow. What? I grow on her. It's, uh, it's okay. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> I like you. <laughs> she scowls. Is she? She looks at me now. You're right, Luca. Wow, you are making progress. Anyway, so I um, and like I don't know what we were doing there. Um, I was just being lookout, and maybe we just like not return. So, did, did we find out anything like useful? Arman is suspicious. Who? Oh, yeah, the creepy guy that was in the edit with you. Yeah, he's one of the students with the art department. He was, like, protecting the mannequin and touching it gently. It was weird. Oh, that sounds really wrong. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Well, at least one thing was confirmed for us. Um, the well, mannequin theory of mannequins moving and maybe killing people is probably correct. Wait, you saw a mannequin move and attack someone? Um, I saw it move, and, well, I don't know, but it seems Wait, like it has... What, what, what it, if Armand was touching it, what, wouldn't it move if he's touching it, moving it? No, 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 no. It move on its own. Well, what did, what did it do? Did it, like, jump up and strangle somebody? <laughs> it walked right into my soul, Wilson. Wait. Well. O- okay. What if, what if Armand had the ability to control mannequins? Ooh, what if he did that? It seems so, like he was fixing it because it moved on its own like it was not supposed to. So, also, a puppet master. Ooh. 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 Isn't that like one of the riddles? What? The ma- uh, strings? Things? I, I, don't, I don't remember anything about there, strings. There's nothing about strings. Armand also didn't want me to get anywhere near Yeah, he the was mannequin. like blocking you from going towards it. I saw that. Well, besides that, I got a message from Draken. Okay. They investigated the warehouse that was outside of the town, and apparently that's one of Vasquez's warehouses, and at least I'm assuming. He did mention that Vasquez had an heir. He doesn't have any heir anymore. I thought he was dead. But it was a son, not daughters. Oh, didn't you say he loved, like, six daughters yeah, or something? Yeah, uh, I remember him having six daughters. I don't remember having him having a son, though. Who knows? Maybe he had two wives. Well, his name is Mateo Vasquez. Do you mean Mateo? 
Mateo, Mateo, same difference. It's like tomato, tomato. Acuna, Matata, you know. No, but okay. Matata? Anyway, before we start uh, breaking out into song, perhaps we should get out of here because I think it's a little suspicious for all of us to be seen here together. We're just college friends, chit-chatting. It is fun, having good time. Climbing walls. So, so we arrest our man. Why? Uh, you, you said he's suspicious. Okay, we could bring him in for suspicion of what? Uh, puppets. Puppets. Well, yes. he probably would be okay to interrogate the police. He knows something. Something I... about what? The mannequins. I would like to not go about it in such a oh. heavy-handed oh, okay. and obvious manner. Maybe, oh, okay. maybe we um, maybe we have um, somebody don't tell him and like uh, scope him out. In, so, in... wait, you said something about workshop. We go to workshop. We storm the place. I said warehouse. Same thing. That's actually different. Oh, we go to warehouse and we storm the place. Yes. Why? Why will we storm the place? We oh. can go there and investigate, but that's already where Draken was. And okay, we well. go to warehouse okay, so and we sneak the place. Elias will bend down to Luca. Maybe not storm, like just a little bit of rain. Okay, we go and we drizzle the place. Yes. Okay. Daniel is going a little to look. Sprinkle. Daniel's going to look at Elias and Luca with a slightly disgusted look on his face. He just looks at you with, like, the biggest open-mouth smile possible. Like, he's so proud of himself. Like, he's finally putting things together. And, like, he's gonna... Like, he's on the right track, and he's gonna get a huge promotion. Oh, gosh. This is what the Odd Guild is. A bunch okay. of dum-dums all together in one room. Okay. Well, area. Um, well, courtyard. you have to just call Sal out like that. That's kind of great. Hey. No. Actually, I wasn't just referring to Sal. Keep me out of it. Daniel is a pretty intelligent man, and so is Wilson. I'm not That's quite sure right, why you... That's kind of mean. And also Sal. I don't know who that is, but he's he's pretty smart. As Elias compliments Wilson towards Snow's direction, uh, Wilson is precariously raising his eyebrows at her. Like, that's, that, that's right, Snow. I am an intelligent individual. All right. You know, intelligence aside, yeah. we're mm-hmm. still a bunch of dumbs. I don't think so. I think we're on the right track. Uh, we investigated Vasquez. We found out where his warehouse is. We should probably just go there, right? Despite what you may think, Snow, I am a straight-A student. Of course, uh, my mother, she says this under her breath, my mother being the head of institution may not uh, have anything to do with that. <laughs> do we hear that? Well, okay, roll stealth if you're trying to whisper it and everyone else who would care to roll perception. Oh, 15 stealth. Daniel would probably roll for perception, but he's more looking to see if anyone's watching them okay, than listening. Fine. 24. You absolutely hear it. She just rolls her eyes. Wilson also rolls his eyes. 27. 25. So literally, as Elias is saying this under her breath, she says it in almost a stage whisper, and everyone's eyes just immediately turn to her. And then Luca's like, oh, don't worry. My grandmother is also the head of the institution, but she doesn't give me free grades. Uh, no, they were not. That's not what I didn't. Um, no, no. So it's, we it's should okay. leave. Yeah, well, we, um... Leave is the best thing to do. If we want to go to the warehouse, that's fine, but I have to get the location from Drake, and since he didn't tell me where it was. Well, that, and we probably want to um, get some men to watch this creepy guy who's suspicious. Oh, hey. Yes? Hey, 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 Daniel and Sal. 
Yeah. yeah. Hey, um, werewolf college university graduates. Mm-hmm. That would be us. I don't know if it was all those student loans you had to take out, and clearly you had to, like, sell your bodies and all your armor or weapons, but maybe we should get you some again. Yeah, I was about to before say. Before we all, like, die, because there's a serial killing puppet master out there. Yeah, I noticed you guys really haven't been wearing any armor. Luckily, I mean, they've been wearing clothes. They have tuxedos. I, I don't know if that's going to give them an armor bonus. It won't. Yeah, we should figure that out at some point, yeah. At least you look stylish. We should probably figure it out before we go anywhere else. That is a good idea. Because you guys were in a really dangerous situation, especially you, Daniel, upstairs, if really that was a big concern with Armand and a puppet he moved. Daniel, real quick for me. Uh, along with your perception, please roll for me a will save. Do we still have the credit card things? I don't know. Do you? Do you throw them away? No. No, oh. you didn't throw them away then. No, I didn't throw them away either. Elias will pull out the credit card thing. Oh, that's a great idea. I'm sure Draken will be very displeased. He told us uh, we could use them. Yeah, why not? Let's do it. Listen, Daniel. Sometimes lower is better. 17 for Will. That's still a really good Will. While you're looking around, you get an uneasy feeling. You're not quite able to make anything out. There isn't necessarily anything immediately around you that you can perceive, but you get an uneasy sensation. And furthermore, you almost feel as if you are getting a warning mentally. It almost feels as if, though not directly saying anything, your goddess is warning you about something big that might be about to happen. But you don't know how soon. Daniel, you look uh, concerned. I think something big is going to happen soon. I don't know when. Those gods aren't that specific, unfortunately. What? Elias is looking to everyone else, kind of concerned. How about we go back to uh, Casa Benedine and figure out what our next move is first? Uh, I mean, maybe we should just get you guys some armor and weapons before anything else happens. That too. That too would be good. I mean, they might have something at Casa Benedine. They could. Frying pans. Oh, I was thinking, you know, because they're kind of like a mob, kind of like an organization thing. They might have Wilson, like. Wilson, they're what? not. I'm just mob. saying. I'm just saying. If like it was, the mafia. If I was assuming, I would assume that they would have Kevlar vests and baseball bats. That's they're all I'm saying. They're a family. They Wilson. are a family of individuals. Are oh they, yes, but that we do have baseball bats. For baseball. Oh, I I thought okay. <laughs> we we do have the long wooden stick thingies that you hit balls with. Okay. Or baseball. I don't know what that is. I sure. We'll teach you sometime, maybe, if we have... Okay, so we go, I stay, yes. or we go and we get someone to stay? Yeah, we probably should have someone watching that suspicious guy. How about, um, 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 who is... Elias, do you want to watch? I mean, no. you are a spy, after all. Oh. Oh, well, maybe not me this time. Um, I just... I think Isn't it your job maybe. to like keep tabs on people and like yeah. relay information? Wasn't it like your first mission to watch somebody for a really long time? Look, maybe I just think someone else. Fine, <laughs> fine. But what, if you don't want to, we no, can, no, 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 it's but, okay. But it's, it's, no, Leave it's, me alone. It's this okay. Pretty we... girl around where there is boobs. Stupid, creepy puppet murderer around. I mean, watch me to make me watch stupid, creepy, maybe puppet you, murderer. I, I think you can take care of yourself. 
But if, I mean, you are a big girl. You you're definitely able to take care of yourself. Are you calling me fat? Uh, no, excuse, she's looking up to you. Excuse me, listen. Uh, hello, hi, hello, hello. Everyone. Do you want to stay with uh, me, Luca? Hello. Luca, shut up. Luca's just waving both of his hands yes, and yes. smiling. Yes, Luca. Hello, Luca. Uh, hi. Uh, no, no. I say we all go, and then we tell them, and then they bring men back here. That but also then works. we would leave the guy unsupervised for like. Oh, I'm sure it'd be fine. No, uh, no. So why don't I? St- Stay here, you tell Dante to come, because I'm not supposed to be alone, and... Um, oh, well, we Elias, cannot leave you alone until about, Dante gets here. How about this? Elias, you stay. Wait, no. Elias, you come with us. Luca, you stay. No. You can run. I, I, I know I'm really good at running. No, no, see... Um, no, I'll just... be right back. And no, he, no. He, he runs off. No, Luca, Luca, no... He runs off in the opposite direction of the art department, further back, it seems like, towards the main entrance of the college. Elias, you're you're starting to sound more like an American. Wisconsin. What? Yeah. When you get upset... Is my accent getting better? Your accent's getting worse. Oh. I mean, your Russian accent is, but you're getting more American No, I'm not doing Russian accent. I am doing English. I am speaking English. It could be because she's been around us for a really long time. We're kind of rubbing off on her. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, You know. Who is rubbing off on me? Anyway, how about we go and get some weapons so I don't die as fast as how to, okay? Okay, oh, okay, 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 okay. <laughs> Bold of you to assume I'll ever die. <laughs> you do have... Elias <laughs> just snickers quite loudly. Didn't your soul get ripped out and you were put in a jar at And what happened? Yes. What? what happened? I didn't die. You somehow didn't die. Yeah, didn't someone come and rescue you? Yes, that was not. That was fate. Why do I remember an alternate reality where you almost killed yourself with a fireball? Huh, I remember that too. Maybe maybe you've been having one too many one too many dreams there, Wilson. You know, maybe it was a, a hallucinatory dream. I don't like when you guys talk about things I don't know about. Listen, it makes me I feel left it. out. I had a dream that Sal was being roasted on a stake, like on a fire pit. Oh, oh, like a spoke. B- b- due to a bunch of bandits in the desert? You had the same dream? I did. I did have the same dream. Uh, I had that dream that um, my papa loved me and he does. We shall not talk about this anymore. <laughs> All right, well, let's go. Uh, I'm sure Luca will be fine. Let's go, guys. To the market, I assume. Market, Casa Benedine, where do you want to go? Daniel? Let's go get the let's Ash? go to the market and get some armor and maybe a, another weapon that isn't an ice pick. Ash, what do you think? What do you do? Uh, go shopping yeah. again? Maybe I'll get some new guns. I want to get myself a nice jacket. A nice jacket yeah, and like an armored jacket, so you don't die. Yeah, it's snowing. I'm cold. It, well, it's not snowing right now. It's actually kind of kind of really? nice and sunny. It is. It is chilly. It is very chilly. It could snow. Luckily, it's not. Uh, maybe if someone had a nice jacket and a lace will pop up her, her okay i feel like you're misunderstanding we are not going on a shopping spree ladies and gentlemen we are going to get armor and weapons for you two and she gestures to daniel and sal okay let's go all right onward it just feels like a grocery run groceries are important to survival you would say that's no okay so making making a nice shopping spree seem boring because you're the guild leader so all of you are heading out of the main courtyard of in front of the art department, and you are making your way away from the college. But where exactly do you guys go? To the car? Snow is walking in a direction north. Snow, 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 snow. snow. Where are you going? Uh, the market. Uh, all do, roads lead to the market yeah. if you go north. Does anyone? Okay. Does anyone actually know where to buy these things? Or are we just yes? Gonna... Uh, I went shopping with the boys. 
The market is actually north. Did you ever see armor or weapons? No, no we didn't. it was more of the fashion district. But I'm sure it's somewhere around there. Someone please roll knowledge local for me. Anyone who has it, Mac. I had a 22. I had a 16. I got a 25. Nine. Ash has a very keen recollection of the events that transpired, especially seeing as he was chatting it up with a lot of the local individuals while they were shopping. And having previously experienced a shopping spree of his own, he recalls that weapons and armor aren't a general commodity around these parts, and most of the average town people wouldn't have them. In fact, a lot of the weapons and armor are kept somewhat tightly. They're either being produced in research and development, sometimes even at the college, or they're actually kept under lock and key by the government. Well, you know what that means. Uh, Millicent! What does what mean? It means we're going to have to take it from the, from the archive place. Wait, what? You're, you're thinking, you I, had a thought and you did not yeah, say what you I, were thinking. I'm lost. We, I thought we were going, like, shopping. Yeah, okay, okay, okay. I Okay, so, I'm thinking, right? I remember that... There actually is no armor and weapon store in the market, right? So, because, because like, they don't really, because, you know, the only armor that, and weapons that happen in this town are, like, R&D stuff. So, we're going to have to go to the archives and take whatever armor and weapons we can get. R&D. Elias okay. squints her eyes at Sal, and very loudly, she gestures her thumb at Sal and goes, Do we really want to trust what he says? Also, for a man who doesn't play video games, you've learned a lot of terminologies. Oh, well, um, so he's I'm not, like, entirely wrong? Millicent speaks up, wildly gesturing, just as much as Elias, if not more. So, if you want to look over that way, so that's where research and development normally has, but he's not really wrong. The average townspeople don't have weapons, per se, because we don't want to have, like, mass riots and revolts, and also, like, incentivizing oh. serial killers, because if everyone had a knife, anyone could just walk up and stab anyone, and that would be bad, so... But if everyone had a knife, then you would be able to protect yourself with someone with a knife. I have anyway. a solution for you guys. If you don't want to go through the process of having to get approval for weapons up here, why don't you just go back down to Yenamut or... Somewhere on floor 10, floor 5. Again, a weapon. Again, a what? You're probably uh, not me. the Lunka, though. Probably not. Uh, yeah, don't uh, go to Lunka. Some places we've been to, don't worry oh, about oh, it. Okay, well, uh, in a, you could go that, but that sounds like it'd be a really long journey for everyone. So you could do that, or also, there, like he said, some stuff is in research and development, and some people at the college actually wouldn't mind people taking some of their stuff to try and test it out, but then you'd have to give it back. Or you can also get whitelisted by the government and get a permit to carry weapons. Which technically, seeing as all of you seem to have, like, pointy sticks and stuff, and she kind of points at Snow and Elias and the swords by their side. I, I don't know how you've been walking around without those registered. Some people must in high places must really Why like you. Why you point to us and not Wilson? He's got a long pointy stick. Oh, yeah, no, that one, too. It's kind of Mine is scary. usually covered hey. by my coat as well as my guns. You don't talk to Clarence like that. You named your sword. No, it's not a sword. First off, this is... Dang it, what kind of what kind of weapon is this? I can't remember. No. It's a glaive, oh, Wilson. Right. Sorry, sorry. It's a glaive, but I couldn't remember the word glaive, so I named it Clarence, and this is Clarence. Hi, Clarence. Okay. Oh, thanks, Sal. No one's ever introduced themselves. Clarence likes you now. Thanks. Uh, what the... I, I, well, anyway... Maybe we stay on task. Well, besides that, guys, if you want to, we can always have you go back down to the... Lower floors, get your weapons and armor, and then come back. Yeah, Shouldn't take too long. That's probably easier. Not super hard. Yeah. 
So before they head down, Snow would say, just make sure you go to the right location. Oh, wait, goodness, Snow, we can't go with them, can we? No, we can't. Oh, that, that might be a problem. It's okay, Wilson, you and I will just stay here. You guys go down to previous floor and check in at, I don't know, you can go to Yenemut Castle Remidolv if you've been there. Maybe the queen can help you out. We all went to the castle in order to get to the next floor, remember? You didn't go into the castle. We, we went, went to around the it. Queen's garden and to I the mean, tree. I mean, like, but we saw the castle. Yeah, but like, I feel like you have like there's like a waypoint kind of system where you have to like discover the location or something. I don't know how it works. Um, I mean, you've all been to Lunka and there's a blacksmith there. Yeah, no. You can teleport no. out just, pretty just, much immediately. Just throwing that out there. I don't know how well that would go, but um. You can always go down to even the previous floor on floor five. Yeah, you guys could go to Hattusa or something. I, they probably have big markets. Hey, and Daniel, isn't that where your goddess's temple is located? That is correct. You might benefit from going there. But anyway, when you guys are done, just make sure you teleport back here and make it quick. Will do. Just in, out, buy the stuff. Yeah, uh, we'll meet you at Casa Benedine and we'll move from there because we should probably catch them up on what we found out snow. All right, Definitely. sounds good. Make sure you send someone to watch that sketchy-looking guy. Luca's watching. Yeah, but, I mean, he might need reinforcements. It's Luca. Yeah, wow. like, if something goes down, I don't think he's going to be that good in a scuffle. He'll probably just run away. I thought you had like... confidence in Luca that he could do um, anything. I do, but the boy doesn't even have a gun. He knows I don't how to do either. squats. He does know how to do squats. All right, so we're going to head out, and we'll, we'll see you guys later. And Snow and Wilson begin to walk off, and you see them hop into the limousine, which all brought you here, and they seem to be heading back to Casa Benedine. And, uh, I guess we'll teleport. All right, where to? Yenemud. Okay, I have one vote for Yenemud. Everyone else concur? Yeah. So, yeah, I guess Yenemud is fine. All right, so, everyone teleports themselves back to Yenemud, and you find yourselves back in the main town square, just right outside of the mayor's manor right at the main courtyard where the road kind of bifurcates and everything kind of comes to a culmination here. You see the mayor's manor, some of the shopping district, including the blacksmith, which you're here for. You also see the main tavern, where you remember James, the barkeep, and you also see the abandoned house of Dr. Vasquez. Ah, good times. Let's not go to the mayor. I prefer not to get arrested again. Do they have, like, magic shop? Um, I could probably use something like a, a invisibility spell. I don't know. I remember there was, like, an herbalist or someone like that. I mean, if you want, you can. we can go with you to look. I don't remember if there was, though. I'm sorry. Well, let's get you guys some armor first. So I'm going to start walking to the blacksmith. Thought we were all walking to the blacksmith, but whatever. So are you following them? Yeah. So you all make your way down. You recall that it is actually from where you are. It's down past Dr. Vasquez's house. And eventually you do reach this quaint little blacksmithery and a forge. And you hear him hammering on an anvil. I'm going to approach the shop and see if I can peruse what he has, if possible. He has a large number of wares currently on display. Some things are behind a counter and a shelf, but some of them are just kind of hanging around. Uh, there isn't too much here, mostly uh, odds and ends. Some of it, though, it does seem to actually be somewhat well-equipped with armor and weapons, seeing as the town has notoriously had to defend itself. But it also has its standard array of things like pitchforks and horseshoes as well for the farmers. I can throw the pitchfork. You can throw horseshoes. That too. Do I see if there's a warhammer and uh, some, what was it called officially? The chain shirt? 
Yes. Seeing as those are relatively mundane and common artifacts, you are actually able to see that there is a large display of chain mail and chain shirts uh, interlinking clasps. Uh, it seems to be very well and intricately defined, as if some very astute care and craftsmanship went into these, as if he is very well practiced in making these, as well as a number of other common and simple weaponries. Uh, you do find your warhammer you're looking for, but there are also short swords, long swords, great swords, all manner of swords and axes as well. Uh, so, what kind of weapon do you use? Yeah, I was looking for a light repeating crossbow. That is oddly specific. Yeah, some kind of crossbow, some kind of bone arrow. The blacksmith seems to still be completely oblivious to your guys being here. I'm just going to try on the chain and the chain armor and see which one fits me the best. Um, excuse me. Excuse me. Almost as immediately as Daniel touches any of the wares, the blacksmith turns around. If you're touching it, you're buying it. Oh, I was just seeing if uh, which one of these fit me. We do intend to buy something here, though. I was looking for some chain and uh, perhaps uh, a warhammer of some kind. Well, those we definitely have in spades. That shouldn't be a problem. So, tell the nice man what you want. Uh, do you have any crossbows? That's not something we normally specialize in here. Do you have any bow and arrow? Regular bows and arrows, I mean. But do you have a special one? Because I'm special. You'd be hard-pressed to find one in the first place, if I'm being perfectly honest. Maybe if you found a hunter, possibly purchase one of theirs. Okay. That's not something I make. I normally work more so with the, the iron and silver. All right, fine. You're telling me you can't make a crossbow? It's not something I'm particularly proficient in. Okay, okay, in. that's fine. That's no. Because I got cash. Like I said, we have all assortments of armors and some simple weapons here. If you're looking for to do some ranged damage, I could prescribe you a javelin. Okay, so you're telling me there's a different shop I can I can go to, like a hunter shop. Do you know where I might be able to find that? A hunter's shop? Well, they're, normally they don't stay in town very long. Uh-huh. The hunters are hunters. They come and go from these parts. Like I said, you'd be hard-pressed to find one in this town. May have to look elsewhere. We are not going back to Lunka. I mean, I can go. I, I don't mind that. You want to go to Scary Werewolf Town on yeah, your I own went to school and there. risk getting into combat with a literal pack of werewolves? Yeah, they like me. You lot are struggling with werewolves, huh? We've encountered them, yeah. If you're planning on going I've there. been one. He eyes you very warily. <laughs> very warily. Don't worry, it was a curse and we broke it. I wasn't even going to be that honest, but okay. He was one too. <laughs> the man seems to be reaching for something under his counter. Um, we're, I, not werewolves. we're not werewolves anymore. Diplomacy. <laughs> I will diplomacy. Good idea. Since I'm the highest one with diplomacy... That's a good idea. You have nothing to worry about, I assure you. We will be out of town before nightfall as well, and it the curse has already been broken. Okay? I'll t- that is a 30 diplomacy. I'll take out a, a silver coin that I have and just hold it in my hand to show him that it doesn't hurt me, so I'm not a werewolf. I'll do that too. And Elias will slap Sal... Across the back of the head. Slap him into the table. I'm a roll strength for that. Uh, there's no need to necessarily. Unless you are physically aiming to hurt him, I will make you roll non-lethal damage to hit him. 
does mean, but... Ooh, uh, that is a good question. Yes. Okay, sure. Uh, what, what's your to hit roll? Two. Nice. Now? Um, 15. All right. And Sal, what is your AC? Uh, uh 14. Is you All right. So he, he, she smacks you upside the head. Please roll damage. That'll be, I, I think, uh, roll a D4 minus one, because I'm pretty sure unarmed strikes do a D3. It won. Plus your strength of one. So, Sal, you take two non-lethal damage as Elias smacks you upside the back of the head. Nice. Okay. Ouch. How does the um the blacksmith respond to all this? These are very trying times. I wouldn't particularly recommend making such wild accusations as these. I hope that they are a joke, yet I fear that they are not. Oh, they are. Before I feel comfortable doing business with you, I would first ask that you see the priest, and if accompanied by him and with his blessing, I will sell you my wares. Edgewise, well, I, I kindly ask you to leave my shop. That's fine. Elias glares at Sal. What about me? I um, I have not done anything wrong. Elias raises her hand. I can, I cannot risk the potential of selling my goods to werewolves and their like. That is entirely fair. Oh my god, GM. I didn't think you were going to make a whole story out of this. Do you think a werewolf could look like this? And the Laius will gesture to herself. Can I also roll diplomacy for that? Sure, you can definitely roll. <laughs> I want you to understand that this yeah. town has been plagued by werewolves yeah. for over two years. Yeah. <laughs> 37 diplomacy, GM. I've seen werewolves in all shapes and sizes. Still, I do not sense hostility from you lot. If this comes to backfire, trust me, there will be retribution. I will not find anything with my insignia laying waste to my fellow kinsmen, but... I guarantee you we'll be miles away by the end of the night. We are leaving first thing. We only stopped in to get the necessary equipment... To protect ourselves. You may buy my wares, but as I said, unfortunately for you, and he gestures towards Sal, I do not have what you're looking for. That's all right, but... Like I said, if you could find a huntsman or perhaps a separate town, you may have better luck there. Sure thing. All right, um, maybe you boys should get your stuff quickly so we may leave, all right? So I am going to find some chain that fits me and... You know, whichever warhammer that looks the best to me, I will say to the blacksmith, All right, sir, uh, how much for these two things? For the chain shirt and the warhammer. The chain shirt will be 200 gold, and the warhammer will be 16. All righty. So I am. Give the man 300 gold for good measure. I did not have that much money. <laughs> oh, I did not know you were broke. Um, how much gold do you have? 250. Oh. Don't worry, Daniel. I have an algorithm and go. Um, I will give the blacksmith 300 gold. Okay, sounds good. The extra is for your kindness. At least the patrons show some respect. I appreciate it. Don't make a habit of this, though. We're trying not to. And he just takes the sack of coins and puts it under the table and motions for you to take the wares as you already have the chain shirt and he hands you a warhammer. Are you not going to buy armor, Sal? Uh, oh. It wouldn't happen to have any silk bodysuits in here, would you? If it wasn't made aware, I mostly deal with metals, and occasionally leather. Well, 
maybe we can check the magic shop in there and see if there is something we can do for you there. Um, excuse me, would you be so kind as to direct us of in the direction of some shop that is a magic wearers, scrolls, spells? Well, there are two potential locations. It depends on what your funds are looking like. You could check out the standard magic shop, or you could also check out the library, where there are some artifacts. Ooh, a library. I love books. Elias is intrigued by the thought of library. Sure. Do you think we could go there instead, boys? Yeah, why not? To the library? Yes. Uh... <laughs> what? What is the problem? Uh, you can. <laughs> we can't. Or at least, I don't think we can. It is okay, I'm bigger, I can handle it myself. Anyway... It might be a different librarian this time. Yes. Well, how about I go into library and you boys sit outside, get a custom to your new armor, maybe try and swing around your warhammer or something safely, and um... <laughs> into Sal. And she looks at Sal. I just get bonked on the head. And keep Sal in line, please. I will do my best. I Elias guarantee nothing. We'll walk out of the shop. Mm. Um, do you guys follow? Yes. And uh, where is the library? Just point and I will go. He gestures over towards the mayor's manor. If you go that way and hang a left, you'll go down the street a little while. It's connected to the main extension. Thank you. I greatly appreciate your assistance. And she will start walking. And she will look at the boys... Hold her hand up. Be good. Yes, ma'am. I'm fine. It's him that you need to worry about. You must be good in order to keep him being good. Daniel, I trust you with this. I make no promises. This man has a mind of his own. She looks at Sal. Yes, ma'am. And gestures from the left corner of her mouth to the right corner of her mouth with her hands pinched and a zipping motion. Uh, okay. She's telling... She's telling you not to mention the fact that we were werewolves once it's because... Daniel, we are out and down. My word. Jeez. Oh, don't die when I get back. Okay. And Elias will start walking towards the library in the direction she was gestured to. Daniel will follow her and into town, just not into the library for rather obvious reasons. Mohit, what is your character? Uh, I'm going to go towards the magic shop. If that, if that ex- like If I know where that is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the the blacksmith would have told me. Okay. instructed you that both the magic shop and the library are down the street past the mayor's cool. manor. Also, Daniel would recall this because he has been there before. All right, I'm gonna go down the street past the mayor's. Uh, should I roll perception to notice that Sal has broken off from the rest of us? He he's going with you. You're all walking down the street past the mayor's house. If you were also headed to the magic shop, you two would be going in the same direction. I would definitely just be following Sao to make sure that he doesn't do anything completely stupid. You're so kind. Understandable. Just partially stupid. So, first off... Mohit, in all fairness, the person who was wary of werewolves, you straight up told him, oh, I was a werewolf. And then Daniel's like, man, I'm glad I didn't tell him that. And then you were like, oh yeah, Daniel was a werewolf too. Huh? Yeah, that was really stupid. (laughs) Never lie to strangers. It made for a fun interaction. I yeah. appreciate it. You don't I have was... to lie to him to not mention it. Seriously, why did you do that? <laughs> it was a big brain move. Okay, so first we're going to be following Ash and Daniel as they make their way towards the magic shop. 
You see this dark wooden building, roughly two stories tall. It seems to be worn for wear, as the entire town does, seem well-aged, and also the atmosphere is overall dreary. It is exactly how you recall it last time you visited, as there's almost always an overcast during the day, with dark, stormy clouds seeming as if it could rain at a moment's notice, yet it almost never does. But nonetheless, you are able to perfectly just walk into the magic shop, which does have an open sign, and you can kind of peer through these two glass windows inside. Daniel is wondering at this moment if they ever figured out who was stealing the brains. Are you entering the magic shop? I am, yeah. Yes. As the door creaks open, almost immediately upon you breaching the threshold, you hear a loud, booming voice say, Who dares enter my abode? I do. Sir? Tell me what it is you seek and why you are here for my wares. Uh... Now that you have entered, no one may leave without purchasing. Oh, yeah, I was just wondering, you got any silk bodysuits? It's so oddly specific. What manner of question is this? I deal in the arcane arts of scrolls and ingredients, masterful crafted magical weapons. Okay, you got anything similar to a crossbow but magic? Or a bow and arrow but magic? I'm cool with either one. Or, or... I have wands and staves and amulets of unholy power. I would not dabble in such trivial wares. Okay, Gandalf. Uh, what kind of amulets do you have? I have an assortment over dozens. What is it that you seek? I don't know. One that gives me, uh... To to add a plug, are you looking to defend yourself or deal some damage? Uh, I'm looking to deal some damage. All right, let me see what I can find you. I'm actually just looking to be faster and more charismatic. That is the exact opposite of dealing damage. Okay, is that is that defending myself then? Uh, so you are perusing through all of the amulets. All of them cost at least a thousand gold. Okay, that's a lot. There is a number of them with various titles, such as the Amulet of Bullet Protection or the Brooch of Shielding. You see some that are known as the Necklace of Fire, or the Child's Necklace, for example. There are a number of them, uh, but all of them range from anywhere from 1,000 gold going all the way up to 20,000 gold. Okay, that's pretty cool. I'm interested in the uh, 20,000 gold one. So you see listed under the uh, 20,000 gold I'm just kidding. I'm interested in the one. There are a couple of them. Under the, uh, let's say, uh, 1,000 gold? Daniel is thinking to himself, oh god, I know exactly where this is going, and I do not like it. 1,000 gold one. What does the 1,000 gold one do? He walks over. This trivial pestilence. It is simply something that would allow you to lift small objects from range using some form of psychic telekinetic power. Pretty epic, I'm not gonna lie. This is a mummified elf's hand that it hangs around a golden chain. Ew, that's disgusting. Jesus, okay. That's just Mage Hand. It literally just allows you to cast Mage Hand at will, which is a cantrip, which I'm pretty sure you already have. Yeah, no, I don't want that. <laughs> yeah. All right. Nah, this isn't doing too well. All right. Okay, fine. Do you got any magic guitar strings? Oh, okay. Do you? What kind of peculiar question is this? I don't know. One that someone such as yourself would be interested in. Even if I had heard of such a thing, there's no way that it would have ever entered my shop. Uh, Most things here are relics from a worn-torn oh civilization <laughs> in which we have acquiesced in our trials. Alrighty. Alright, what other kind of... Am- Do you have any amulets that would make me faster? 
Let me see. Or or bring my charisma up. Whatever that is. Make me more charismatic. I want it to be so good, okay? As far as amulets go, I cannot say that I have such a thing. However, perhaps we could look at this. And he moves you over to what appears to be a headband. Uh, okay, is that a headband of allure? Thanks, I, I've been missing that for a while. I'll take it. <laughs> this was a torn, ruined one I found in the streets not too long ago. Oh, really? Okay, you probably pried it off me. All right. <laughs> We've been able to mend such a thing. <laughs> Please tell me it's cursed now. If you wanted such a thing, I could part for it for perhaps 16,000 gold. All right, cool. I would like to make a deal. Oh God! Why? I'm going to uh, I'm going to pray to my goddess and ask her why. While this is going on, Daniel, is there anything <laughs> that you were looking for? For there are very nice written out descriptions next to the prices of things. I am going to go around and see if there's anything like really cheap that maybe doesn't entirely work, but would perhaps be still interesting nonetheless. I see what I got you. Appreciate it. Yeah. Um, I would like to make a deal. Um, hmm, 16,000 gold. That seems a little bit too much, don't you think? Especially considering this used to be mine. Oh, so you were the individual who left this torn and ragged masterpiece left haplessly on the ground. Such insolence. It's a very long story, however. To be fair, sir, I think everybody in our group would agree with you on that. Never mind him. He is but a boy. You're talking to a man right now. I would assume this most peculiar device can be parted for a much cheaper price, wouldn't you say so? Also, sir, if he's getting on your nerves, just let me know. I'll handle it for you. Pay no attention to my ward. He's only there to to assist me in certain minor things. Okay, roll bluff and... Yes, Daniel, you walk off and you are perusing the wares. No, uh, no, 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 no. Oh. I, no, 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 no. I was going to walk uh, up next to Sal and drop the hammer on his foot. Nice. My my bluff... Uh, roll the hit. Is 36. Okay, sure. See, Elias, we are getting into combat this episode. Oh, no! <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that would be a... um. 18 total. You drop this heavy hammer and it squashes onto his foot. Roll damage. You might have a broken foot. Five. You take five lethal damage to your foot, whereas you feel bones crack and you wince under the weight of the pain. Uh, can I roll, like, fortitude or something to make myself... You can roll bluff to hide the pain if you okay. want to. Okay. <laughs> Hang on. But you definitely do feel pain as you feel as if you may have even fractured your foot. Uh, 34. You were able to masterfully mask it as if it didn't even phase you in the slightest. Your ward seems to be equally as insolent as you are. Well, yes, I mean... You should get these manners in check. He is but a child. I'm helping him get a little better at things like the art of the deal. Back to what we were talking about. 16,000 gold seems a little bit much, don't you think? Especially considering this used to be my here property. Seeing as I have repaired it for you at the very least, I will part with it for no less than 15,000. Well, that is a bit much. <laughs> um, I would like to barter for a little bit less. Hmm? I'm going to roll diplomacy. Sure. 16. You have already been given a discount. 
Anything else would be an insult to my integrity and my store. You shall take the price in which I declare, or you shall leave without purchasing anything. Okay, hmm, well, let's try this, this very peculiar card and see if that does the trick. And I'm going to hand the little credit card over. He looks at it. While this may be made of gold, it will not cover your fee. At most, this would be a thousand gold. Well, what else can we do to to reduce the price? Mm. Mm. All that could be done, if there is nothing left for payment, is a trade. If there are any wares you can present to me which I find of greater or equal value, I will accept it. Why, yes. You see, I purchased this ward for 20,000 gold, and I'd be happy to lend it to you for, let's say, hmm, three years. Daniel, are you literally letting this go? So, so Daniel's just perusing the store, looking in the glass cases, and you already rolled a perception check, correct? No, I didn't. Oh, actually. yeah, please roll a perception check for me. 29. As you're looking around, you see relatively standard things, very expensive things, mostly. Everything ranging from almost higher than a thousand gold. But eventually, after a while, you find this one case which has seemingly smaller, piddly things. There's a stone which only costs a hundred gold. There seems to be a rather well-kept and ornate bag with intricate stitching on it, and it's also only listed at 150 gold, but... That's my ward. It seems to be much nicer uh, in quality than the price would indicate. Uh, excuse... Do I overhear him offering me <laughs> to the man for three years? Oh, is that what he's doing? I was so confused yeah, by what Mohit was doing. <laughs> He's offering Mo Daniel as his slave. Oh, yeah. Uh, Daniel, you, Daniel, by all means, you overhear that Mohit is literally trying to sell you and your body for a measly penance of 20,000 gold. Can I roll a will save to see how well I, like, contain myself? Keep in mind, this man... Listen here, sir. If it was something you wanted on your head, why don't we look at something a little cheaper? Perhaps. This hat, for example... And he motions over to what seems to be like almost a, a wizard's hat. It seems to be made out of like a dirty, ragged brown. It seems somewhat torn. Despite its appearance, it is a magical item. And I would be willing to part for it for 1,500 gold. Okay. Can I go up to the man who's operates the shop? Sure. Excuse me, sir, but do you happen to have diamond dust? Hmm. Of course I would. I keep it in spades. It's a useful material for many a spell. However, it does come at a price. How much of it were you looking for? For for just general restoration, I would need 100 golden pieces worth of diamond dust. So I'm going to purchase uh, uh, 200 gold worth of diamond dust. He opens a back door and he motions to it and you see a small little drawer come out from the back room as it floats into his hand and then he lifts a lid. And he pulls out a tiny little scoop and starts pouring it into a bag. He gestures towards you, like, as if he's wishing to receive something. I'm going to hand him 200 gold pieces. He grabs it eagerly, and he hands you the diamond dust. I am going to put it in my inventory. Thank you, sir. I appreciate it. Now, if only your master could be so easy at trading. There are set prices for things, you know. He isn't my master. He's just an idiot. But... Yeah, I agree. Yo, that thing was literally mine. Are you interested in this hat of disguise or not? All right, what does it allow me to do? Just disguise myself? It would allow you to cast the disguise self spell at will. All right, why not? Yeah, how much is it? 
1,500 gold. Please don't tell me it's a fedora. Uh, no, it looks like a wizard's hat. It looks like a, a like rattered brown wizard's hat. It kind of looks like... um. Oh, that's so ugly. <laughs> All right. As part of the spell, the hat can become any form of hair ornament. Oh, that's great. But it must stay on your head. It could become a, a comb, a ribbon, a headband, a cap. But it must stay as part of the disguise. Beautiful. All right. Okay. I will buy that for 1,500 gold. Indeed. Do, I- do, do you give him 1,500 gold? I would imagine we have guild funds. You guys have a place in your guild where you can put your items and money, but none of you have ever said that you have done so. So you guys do have, like, effectively, like, a guild storage bank. Oh, I didn't know that. Where you have, like, a vault with, like, your stuff goes here space. So you don't have to keep everything on your character. You can leave it at the guild by all means. That way, for example, if you do get robbed, not all of your stuff is taken from you. While Ash is buying the Hat of Disguise and Daniel has purchased his Diamond Dust for his spell requirements... All the while, Aleus has been, for the first time, entering the library. Initially, it starts off as a very small, dark wooden hovel where her head, she has to duck under the ceiling, uh, and she's kind of got a crouch walk, but eventually it opens up into a much grander library with multiple floors teeming with bookshelves. And you do see a half circle of a counter currently in the center of the room, but you don't see any persons currently in the library. Dear God, it is Beautiful. It is almost more extensive as the library we have at the academy. Oh, so many well-kept books. Such lovely organization. Oh, one could only dream. Elias is an avid fan of books, by the way. Since she was not allowed to watch television or play video games, they were about her only escape from reality. Um... Don't see anyone, Elias thinks to herself. <laughs> uh, hello? Hello? I have, I would like to... Oh, no, no, stay on focus. We are not here for books. We're here for spells, maybe. Uh, hello? Is there a bell I can ding? Just a moment, I'll be right down. Oh, Okay. And some time passes, and you're kind of waiting impatiently at this point. It's been at least a minute. No one's there yet. Hello? Roll a perception check as you're kind of peering around the place, looking at these numerous bookshelves. 23. You still don't see any person, but eventually after walking around, you see... Roll a will save? Heck yeah, I actually rolled well on my will! (laughs) For once in my life! 23 as well. Startled, you are managed to maintain your composure, but coming down this staircase, you see what looks to be a goose. Elias thinks to herself, bird. And interestingly enough, perhaps the owner of this library dresses his goose up because it is wearing a hat and even has a monocle. Suspicious. He must work for the bourgeoisie. How else would he be able to afford such niceties? Bourgeoisie. Elias is skeptical that. of said goose. The goose walks directly up to you until it's but a few feet away from you. Elias stands back. Well, how dare you, madam? Oh. Talk to me as if I'm part of some larger bourgeoisie. I work directly uh. for the queen and the uh. mayor here. Uh. Uh. What? Elias looks to the side, looks to the other side, looks down, and is visibly confused. 
The goose is craning his neck up currently, and you see the hat tilt back, and he's looking at you through a monocle, it seems, and his beak is moving, and audibly words are coming out. I, well, um... Is this something I could help you with, or have you beckoned me and interrupt my tea for nothing? No, I I would like to see the magic shop I was told was here. Oh, the magic shop is next door. I don't have... Key handles those things. That is not my job. Ah. I have books. I have scrolls. I have artifacts. I do enjoy books. Your library is quite extensive. It is fascinating. Are you here just to compliment me, or are you looking for something in particular? Uh, I... Uh, I'm going to go to a magic shop, uh, you, uh, or you said on side. Oh, there's a magic shop next door, absolutely. And he I... just flaps his wing as if to tell you to shoo. If you don't want my books and you don't want my scrolls nor my artifacts, then be gone. What, I, do you have a scroll of invisibility? Oh, something so trivial, of course I do. Can I buy it from you? Well, if I have it and you're offering, how much are you offering? How much do you think it is worth? Like 10 gold? (laughs) Elias is perplexed by this entire situation. She's not entirely adverse to the idea that she may or may not have been drugged. For the scroll of invisibility, it would be 200 gold. Don't insult me. I will take nothing less. 200 for an invisibility. Oh, I'm sorry. Can you go completely unseen on your average day-to-day wares? Can you do it on your own? Or do you not need my assistance? Would the magic shop next door have scrolls of invisibility? Probably, but that man will raise your prices. So does the blacksmith. Elias ponders for a moment. Okay, I will take three, if you please. All right, right this way. She will follow the goose. And he begins walking. At somewhat of a distance. So he begins walking, and he walks past all of these bookshelves, and eventually he comes to what seems to be a locked gate behind iron bars. And he flaps his wing, and it seems as if a coated aura almost magically dissipates from around these iron bars, and the lock on which the gate is kept seems to fall open, and the door swings wide. And he begins walking up a spiral staircase, which seems to circle the center of the building. Mm. Follow me! Okay. You're following this goose up this staircase, which seems to encircle the center of the building, and you manage to go up to a second floor, which seems to be completely surrounded in these iron bars, as well as a thin mystical veil. As you're walking by and you follow him, please roll a perception check. I will. Uh, 20. You see not only are there lines of dozens of different bookshelves, all containing various pieces of literature, but you also see glass cases which seem to maintain some peculiar items in which you also see a very intricate and ornate bag. You also see a seemingly tattered brown cloak. And please roll a will save for me on top of all of this. Hey, I'm not doing terrible on my will. You're not doing terrible on your will today. 19. Not great, great, but not terrible. So you see this intricately designed bag in this glass case, as well as this tattered brown cloak and a very alluring set of earrings. Wow, what are these? They're not books. No, these are my artifacts. Wow, where do you acquire such things? These were donations made to the library. Things which, uh, after recent events, have been allowed to be parted with. So they are currently on sale for, of course, a price. What is the bag? Mm, The bag? Uh, From the best we can tell, it functions as if it were a magical space almost, as if a pocket dimension. 
You see this small ornate bag, you can perceivably have a large purview of things. And by sticking your appendage into it and calling for what item you wish, it will magically appear in your hand. Wow, that's pretty cool. And what about those? And she points to the earrings. Mm. Oh, these. They haven't been very well investigated. For some reason, people seem to have a strange attraction to them. Other than that, I do not know. She bluffs. They seem like normal earrings to me. That is 31. For all I know, they could be. But people seem to be very attracted to them for some reason. Interesting. So how much would the bag be? Hmm. The bag? I would be willing to part with it for about a thousand gold. Hmm. You know what? You know what? Mr. Goosebart man, librarian, I think I'll take the bag. I've always wanted a nice bag accessory, and mother said purses are just something waiting to be snatched. But you know what? <laughs> mother is not here. Sounds very good. And he walks over to the glass case, in which he opens by seemingly sticking a feather into a lock and turning it, and then the glass case lifts. Elias is again taken back. <laughs> He holds out his wing, and the bag seems to almost float into it. And for the earrings, were you interested in those as well? No, I already have a lovely pair of earrings. All right. Sounds well enough. She takes the bag and holds it, and and about these uh, scrolls of invisibility? They will be right this way. And she'll continue to follow. Eventually you make your way, and you're no longer seeing bookshelves lined with books, but rather you're seeing bookshelves lined with scrolls. And at some point he stops. And he motions, and three scrolls fly off the shelves and float gingerly into his hand. To which he then gestures to you. Are you like a magic telepath or like um, a kinesis, telekinesis? Like you can move things with your mind? This is generally not the first question that people ask of a talking goose, but indeed I have magical capabilities. I've learned birds have many mysteries to them. Now, as it were, I do believe... That are a fee of 1,600 gold was in order. Yep, I can do that. And so she'll give him 1,600 gold. He would lead you down. Uh, he would not take your payment here. He would instead lead you down out of this particular section where the iron bars and mystical veils are. So you would have to follow him down the staircase first. And he would go to that half circle of a counter, which is currently in the center of a room. And he would take your payment there. Where did you get your uh, massive collection of books, by the way? Most of this is a donation. It was housed here for the Rimadov Empire. A lot of these artifacts are actually theirs. They are oh. spoils of war, which we have found. Now, as it were, thank you for your payment, and please, unless there is anything else, do be on your way. Can I check out the mother magic shop? I care not what you do with your time. You may check out any magic shop you wish. Well, and she'll hold her hand out to the, like, bend down and hold her hand out to the goose. Well, I can honestly say you're probably one of the only bearable birds I've ever met. I bid you good day. He would hold up a wing and he would shake your hand. <laughs> good day to you, madam. I'll go. I'll walk over to the other magic shop and see if they have um, anything to speak of. So uh, as you're walking over to the magic shop, you actually see that Daniel and Ash are currently exiting. It seems as if Ash has a very interesting and tattered and worn brown hat on currently. Uh, and Daniel has a small pouch on his side, which was not there previously. Oh, do you know if they have any, like, smoke bombs? I'm not sure. Well, we were, I'll, I'll go, I'll get check. I'll check. We were lucky to get out of there at all. She just looks at Sal. Sal, try to sell me off. Oh, um, every 
time, I think it just cannot get worse. Ah, it was all right. Somehow you defy my expectations. She'll walk into the magic shop herself. Hello? Who dares enter my abode? Thank God this is not a bird. Do you have smoke bombs? Oh, by the way, because I didn't give you a proper description previously, seeing as Ash and Daniel have seen this character before, just for a reminder at home, you see what appears to be a nine-foot-tall cloaked individual who is currently also wearing a wizard's hat, but his face is obscured in some black mist, and you cannot make out any identifying traits of him. But he's nine-foot-tall behind this uh, counter. What is it that you seek? Speak now. I just said smoke bombs. Nonsense. Why would I have need for such piddly things? I have scrolls of fog cloud. What? I mean, I guess that could work. Maybe. It would be 200 gold per scroll. That is kind of outrageous. Well, then you can take your business elsewhere. Are you kidding me? It is 250 gold per scroll. The goose says you rack up prices. Don't you think that's such a deplorable way to conduct your business? I'm Can sorry. I say that with diplomacy? Sure. <laughs> 32. No. Well, Harold is uh, allowed to run his business however he likes, but here I am the only purveyor of such magical wares, and I will deem whatever price I see necessary on you my really item. You really think if I don't go to Harold and say, can I have a scroll of fog cloud, he won't be able to give it to me? Magical goose, Harold. You are allowed to do whatever you like. This is why you probably don't have as many customers as him. My business is running fine. In fact, I just sold my wares to those two gentlemen. And he gestures out the door. Most look like scammed them. I will intimidate. Sure. 150, two scrolls, fog, no less. That's 23 intimidate. You see as for a moment it appears that he shirks back. uh, As he was not anticipating being chastised. But then it's almost as if... His figure grows, and he becomes to get larger, even still than nine feet tall, and it seems as if he's almost bending and looming overhead above you. The shutters behind you, in which light was streaming through the windows ever so slightly, seem to close, and the door slams shut. Insolence! What is this? You threaten a shopkeep in his own domain? Know you nothing of how wares are sold? I sure was. You shall now buy three scrolls at six hundred for all in total. Alea's for walk out the door. You turn around to go and open the door, and it uh, seems to be locked. Really? She just kind of raises an eyebrow. You come into my domain, insult my business practices, and then demand things at such outrageous prices, and you think that you will leave off so easily without a proper scolding. It was 50 gold off. Also, this is extortion. You... You may leave my shop and never come back, and the door swings wide open, kind of hitting you. As it does so. Oh no, I'm so sad. She'll walk out. I'll flip him off as I walk out. Rightfully so. I mean, you were kind of rude to the guy. The guy was kind of rude to me. You insulted him multiple times. He jacked out the prices. He's a scam artist. What are you jacking up to? 200. 200. Uh, No, that's not a jack up of price for um, that type of spell. That's how much you paid for the scroll of invisibility. Yeah. But I 200. Like that is actually the value of that spell. It 200. Is. Nope. It's a second Good level up. spell. Nope. <laughs> of a sorcerer. Nope. Yeah, it's okay. She's able to believe whatever she wants. She can believe whatever she wants. She likes the goose, and the goose said that he jacks up his prices. 
The goose was honest. I got a cool bag. He had a lot of books. But he liked books. I wonder if the bag is a bag of devouring. No, it's a bag of holding. It is a bag of holding, so she was told. So you were told. So, has everyone gotten their wares? Screw and- you! She gives him big thumbs down. Boo! You're, you're awful, law. And never come back, as the door slams behind her. Hi, guys. That sounded like it went well. Oh, no, guy's a jerk. Fair. Anyway, I got what I needed, really. And even something I didn't need, but kind of did, but didn't know I did not need it. Look at the bag! Watch! Watch! And she'll put the scrolls in the bag, one after another. Watch! And you see the just... The How many scrolls, scrolls did you buy? Three. See? Look. Mm-hmm. 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 Do I have anything else to put in the bag? Yeah, you can put whatever you want in the bag. There's seems like there's plenty of ample space in there. She will um, bring out her red stilettos. Are you putting them in one shoe at a time, though? Yeah. Oh, no. Watch. Watch. What? Uh-huh. Yeah, it looks like a bag of holding. Do you have anything else you want to put in there? My ski mask. Ooh, okay. How, how, wait, wait, wait. Can, can you retrieve it to make sure it works before you put anything else in there? Yeah, I just have to, like, say what I put in. So, like, um, she reaches her hand in. Okay. It, it, scroll invisibility. So as you put your hand in and you request something to come to it, you feel the scroll get placed in your hand. But as you go to pull your arm out, the opening of the bag closes around you. You feel a sharp pain. Ow! What? Ow! What the hell? Uh, you take 22 points of damage. What the hell? As it feels as if teeth and almost dagger-like objects are surrounding and biting into your hand. Oh, oh, <laughs> I, oh, 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 no. I, I, wow. Um. Oh, man. Uh, I was under the oppression. This was some jam. Hi. Oh, it, it perfect. No, it functions perfectly fine. Jam. Are you sure about that? Oh, it functions perfectly as intended. Are you sure about that? 100%. It functions. Are you sure about that? Uh, yes. It functions as intended. Okay. 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 <laughs> this isn't what I thought it was. Look at my arm. It's, it's still, no, the bag is still surrounding your arm. You cannot pull your arm out of the bag right now. It is closed and your hand is stuck in there. Like, it is like halfway up your forearm. Oh. Okay, so how are oh. we going to get that rest of your arm out of there? Uh, I maybe... roll to intimidate the bag. Okay, roll to intimidate the bag. Let go or I slice you like pickle. <gasps> Not crit! Which makes my total intimidate 38. As you intimidate this bag, you feel it its grip loosen, and it actually opens up, and you're able to pull your hand out of the bag. Though you do see dagger-like teeth marks almost surrounding your arm. Uh, ow. I didn't expect that to work. But you do successfully have your scroll of invisibility in your hand. Okay. Uh, well, let me uh. get the rest of my stuff out, and then you can heal me, right? Yeah. And then I'll sell it back to the goose. What? That's not going to oh, work. Oh, I got to roll these first and then this and then maybe these. Um, I never said I was sticking my hand back in the bag. Okay, well, how are you going to get it out? I'm going to hold the bag open mm-hmm. and try and shake it. The scrolls. Give me the scrolls. <laughs> <laughs> There's two more scrolls of invisibility. 
spit them out or I tear you up. The bag does not seem to respond. Daniel. Yes. This will be painful. Elias <laughs> uh, uh, pulls out uh, uh, one of her uh, guns, uh, holds it to the bag. <laughs> she says, if you bite me again, I shoot. I don't care if I lose my stuff. So you can either die or let me get my stuff. Okay. She reaches her hand back in and says, scroll of invisibility, both of them. Uh, so you feel as two scrolls of invisibility enter your hand. And I will try to pull it back out. As I'll you stick my gun into it. As you pull out, the bag seemingly jumps and actually goes almost all the way up to your shoulder and clamps down on you. How much damage? Uh, you take an additional 14 damage. Okay. As it seems to chomp down on your shoulder, biting it deep. Are you okay? I'm going to shoot it. All right, roll to hit. I shoot. I'm pointing it at it. That's fine. Yeah, you, you, you shoot. Go, go ahead, roll to hit. Um, 15 plus 16, 31. So you do manage to shoot, and your loud bang goes off, and you see this bullet as it pierces through this bag, and now there is a visible hole in this bag. It is still clamping down on your shoulder. Oh, roll damage. I do that with my um, uh, non-lethal one. Or, well, no, with my frost. Uh, frost. So that's 1d8 plus 1d6. Roll it. Um, seven. So you deal seven damage as you see this bullet, this round pierces through and leaves a hole in the bag. Can I roll intimidate again? Sure. Let go or it is another bullet. And that is 27. It seems unfazed by your remarks and even the attempt at its life. Please, what is your CMD for me? 26. Daniel and Ash, please roll a perception check for me. 29. 23. The bag's mouth opens wide, and it's no longer just covering your one shoulder, and your arm is no longer invisible. It actually seems as if its mouth opens wide, and it goes under your foot and over your head and clamps down hard. And it even obstructs your vision, covering one eye. And while one vision can perceive Yenemut, the other one only perceives a black abyss. Oh my god. GM, this is so mean. <clears throat> so what are we doing? What do we got to do? <laughs> so, so yeah, by the way, to to Daniel and Ash, it seems as if almost half of Elias is invisible, and to the side of her where she should be, it is just a black mystical void which is being currently consumed and enraptured by a bag of sorts, which seems no larger than, like, an average satchel or a small purse, but it seems to almost be consuming and wrapping around her. What do you do? That's very scary. Um, we're going to try to pull Elias out of there. Elias, you take another 12 points of damage. Good thing I have a lot of health. That is true. Uh, Daniel, what are we going to do? Do we want to try to pull her out? Or or is that going to suck us in? Okay, so I'm going to offer a suggestion to you guys. Uh -huh. Please do. Please consider using the skill checks that you have. What kind of skill check can you use to maybe identify a creature or a magic item, for example? Um, beyond that, you better act quickly because if it's a creature that is attacking her, all right, takes it basically its move every six seconds. Okay, rolling knowledge arcana. If you want to identify something, you can always ask the GM specifically, hey, am I able to identify this creature? And the GM will indicate to you what skill check you will use to do that. Can I use a panache point to do dodging panache? Because if it's attacking me. <laughs> All right. So what would you what would you guys like to do? 
Wait, can we'll I use roll, menacing we'll... swordplay to intimidate? Uh, yeah, you could try and you would have to drop your gun, which is currently in your one hand, and draw your sword. What part of your body is your sword normally kept on? Your left or right hand side? Left hand. Okay. And what one is your, which hand is your dominant hand? She's ambidextrous, but she would be holding, I I assume she reached in the bag with her right hand. Okay. So she'd be holding the gun with her so left. You, so you have your gun in your left and your sword is on your left. So you could drop your gun in your left hand and reach down to your left hand side and draw your sword. Yes, that is possible. So we're going to roll this pseudo-like combat, but it's just going to be all three of you in the order of Elias, Daniel, Sal, and then the back. And we'll just go back and forth between you three doing your thing and then the back. Can I roll uh, to detect magic and see if it's like a magical item or sure. if it's something else? Yeah, by all so, means. Um, it's not my. It wait. So the bag, the bag just went to to um swallow me more. Is it my turn? It it, it is indeed your turn. The I'm bag has be, swallowed half of you now. Okay, I'm gonna. So I have um quick draw. Yeah. So I can quick draw my sword. Yep. So you um, would, you would have to drop your gun and then you can draw your sword. I'll yes, drop fine. my gun. Draw my sword, and I'll use a panache point. Or no, actually, it's while I have one panache point, so it doesn't use one. Sure. Um, what is it called? Uh, menacing sword play. At third level, while she has at least one panache point, when a spot buckler hits an opponent with a light one-handed piercing melee weapon, she can choose to use intimidate and demoralize that opponent as swift action instead of a standard action. Sure, go for it. And I will attempt to do that with my gladius sword using pierce. Okay, so go ahead and... Well, so... And attempt to intimidate it. Yep, go ahead and intimidate it. To get it out. Yep, just intimidate it. Roll to intimidate? To roll to intimidate, yes. Oh, that's really good. Um, 33, intimidate. And that's when in a... when a, No, it says when in a swashbuckler hits an opponent with a light or one-handed piercing weapon. But I assume it wouldn't be too hard to hit since it's just... Peep. Okay, so so you you have to roll to hit. Yeah. So, so please do that first, and then I will take into consideration your... So, um, that's plus my... Um, BAB plus strength, since it is a... Well, is it a finesse weapon? Is she considered grappled? She is considered grappled. Um, so she's taking a minus two, but I'm keeping track of that. It's 16 plus BAB, 16 plus 12, uh, 28, yep. plus strength, one. No, you definitely hit. Most certain. Okay, so I hit. Really good weapon. <laughs> so it's 46... But it can be 5d6 if it's non-lethal damage. You have to make that call. Um, it's going to be the 4d6 of lethal damage. Okay. Or at least it's going to try to be. Um, 4d6, that's a 6, plus 1, plus 1, plus 3. So 6 plus 5, 11. Okay. Uh, and with that... And I also did the um, Intimidate, which was 33. It appears as if it is shaken... Uh, by your scowling remarks and your dazzling display of swordplay, uh, alas, what it seems to do in response is just chomp down harder on you. Ah! Daniel, it is your turn. Okay, let's roll detect magic. So are you casting the spell detect magic? Yes. Okay. So detect magic on the first round would just tell you whether a magical item is present or not. If you wanted, you could potentially roll a knowledge arcana to determine more about this creature. Okay. That's not what I thought it did. So you detect magic, one round tells you the presence or absence of magical auras. For two rounds, it would tell you the number of different magical auras and the most powerful one in the area. And if you concentrate it for three rounds, it would tell you the strength and location of each magical aura. 
Okay, that's not really what I wanted to do, gosh darn. Uh, it says, after the third round, you can make a knowledge arcana check to determine the school of magic in which uh, the aura is involved in. But that is only after three rounds of focusing on detect magic. I'm not going to lie. I feel so betrayed right now. <clears throat> Never trust a bird. They work for the bourgeoisie. Gosh dang it. She would, like, she would trust birds more if that happened. But now she's going to, oh, man. Oh, that's uh, gonna set her Okay. Back. So if you would like, you, you may roll a knowledge arcana. Okay. But Elias needs help now. <laughs> kind of true. Could, you could heal. Knowledge is a free action. It's just what you know offhand. So I can roll a knowledge arcana and do... A healing spell, for example. Absolutely. Okay, so I will roll for knowledge arcana. Sure. Do I get to do that as well, or... Crit fail. Yeah, uh, it, why is a bag biting people? That That's Daniel's understanding. Was that your total? Yes. Jeez. Uh, so, Daniel, on your turn, would you like to heal Elias then? We'll do it, yes. Or would you also like to attack? You could hit it with a hammer. Who knows? You can do whatever you want. I was going to heal Elias because I would prefer her not to die. Sure. I'm, gonna, uh, I'm going to roll uh, heal critical. I'm going to do heal critical wounds. Is that a touch spell? Yes. Okay, so you, you walk up and touch the one remaining half of Elias as the other half is being consumed by a bag. And please do roll your healing. 26. All right, so you healed 26 points of damage. Congratulations. That mitigates a lot of the damage that's done thus far. Almost half, in fact. Mm-hmm. There we go. All right, Ash, it's your turn. All right, I'm going to roll a knowledge arcana. All right, go for it. I got a 10. Total? Yeah, I rolled a 2. Oof. <laughs> um, you are not particularly familiar with this object. You can definitely tell that the bag is magical, but uh, you don't particularly know too much about it. Okay. Unfortunately. Uh... Did you say uh, Elias has a hand sticking out? She does have one hand currently sticking out, and that is what is holding her gladius. Okay, I... Is it, is it possible I could try to, like, pull her out, I, I guess? Uh, absolutely. You you could um, aid another against her grapple check. Um, so... I'm gonna... Yeah, I'll do that. So, yeah, you could just help, like, kind of pull her out. Okay. Uh, how do I... Grapple is a check. Uh, grapple would... So you would roll... You could... I would say just roll a grapple check, which is B-A-B. Well, well, it's your C-M-B. And if your C-M-B is high enough, I will say that you have aided her. Alrighty. So you could also roll C-M-B plus your strength. Oh, C-M-B is seven. Cool. Uh, so what am I at rolling? A strength? Seven plus your dice roll. A 21. Uh, it seems as if you are pulling on and assisting Elias, and she will get a bonus on her next round. But as you do, it seems as if the bag's teeth sink deeper in and she takes another six damage. That's horrible. <laughs> No, Elias, are you okay? Yes, I am fine. No, Elias, no! I don't have anything that could that could help her. That, that sucks. I can sing a soothing song. I don't want to do that, though. That, that, that'd, be, that'd be so insensitive. What do you mean you can sing a soothing song? You have a lot of different bardic abilities, I mean, but you could also attack. Attack her? No. Um... <laughs> Um, okay, Mohit, this is a combat. Think of it this way. You have an enemy, and then you have your friend who's being grappled by the enemy. Oh, okay. So, uh, would it be possible? Okay, so it is actually possible for me to 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 do this. All right. You have spells, right? But wouldn't I hit her in the process? Okay. You have spells. Yes. You can use spells. Think about what spells you have. I want to use Chord of Shards. That's what I want to use. You can use Chord of Shards. Now, read what Chord of Shards does. Uh... During your bardic perform, I'm going to start a bardic performance. 
Uh, okay, so starting a bardic performance is a standard action. You can absolutely do that. Cool. I'm going to start a bardic performance. Uh, what bardic performance do you start? I'm going to start uh, strings. No, 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 no. Oh, right, right. There's a... Ooh, okay. I'm going to inspire greatness. Yeah. You know what it does? Inspire greatness. It basically... Um, creature inspired by greatness gains two bonus hit dice... Uh, essentially, I'm giving uh, Elias. I'm, I'm kind of giving Elias max health. Inspire Greatness does give two bonus hit dice of d10s. She would roll that and add that to her total. Now, listen. Yes. It also does the following things. If you read further in, uh-huh. she gets two points of bonus mm-hmm. competence on attack rolls, mm-hmm. a plus one on fortitude saves. Mm-hmm. That's what that does. Okay. Okay. I'd love to do that. Uh, well, for now then, yes, I will start a bardic performance, inspire greatness. Elias, you are the greatest spy I have ever met. You, you are a master of your craft, and I believe that you can get out of this. I know! Can I do it? Yay! <laughs> Eight for one d10. Three for another d10, so eleven. <clears throat> very nice, very nice. Total. And then, can I also do the... Chord of or song of chords. You already assisted her, oh, okay. and also that's cast a spell, right. So Never I'm mind. gonna I'm gonna say that's your turn. So I am going to ask you once more what specific action you attempt to do. Me? Yes, you. I'm no. I'm going to give Elias. I, I'm gonna give you one more opportunity. I'm gonna ask you specifically what specific action you have taken. I want you to think about every action you have taken up to this point and you have not rolled this yet and I don't want to tell you exactly what it is because I feel like that gives it away and this is agency of you as a player I don't want to tell you what to do you are free to do whatever you want is it like a Chinese finger trap where you have to go in to get out okay I'm going to tell you that no first (laughs) but what is the bag doing to you it's hurting me okay eating me specifically you are under the grappled condition Okay. What okay. has your response been thus far to get to remedy the situation? Whack it. Okay. So I'm going to ask you one more time. What do you do in response to what it is doing to you? Try to get out of the grapple. Okay. Right, that's it. Please roll <laughs> your CMB to escape the grapple. You are at a plus two because Mohit is assisting you. And does the spell also give her an additional one? It, to attack no. rolls. Wait, no, that says yeah. to attack rolls. This is arguably an attack roll. This so you is are only a... to attack rolls, not combat maneuver checks. Okay. So you are still at a plus two because he's aiding another. Roll, please. <laughs> don't, don't, just, it's just your CMB. It's dice roll plus CMB. Don't read anything else. Get off your phone. No, I don't. Just roll your dice. It's a two. <laughs> <laughs> no. It's a light. <laughs> We're killing a lance? Gio. We're killing a lance? So. Um, What's the total? Am I going to have to go back please, to Zod? Say, say the total. Say the total. Total 15. Okay. So, um, well, uh, to to read um, the Bag of Devouring, in which it states that uh, the bag has a CMD of 18 for anyone who is attempting to break free, which means at her plus two, she needed a minimum check of 16. That is, you literally had to roll Wait. a three or higher. Yeah, but my two plus three, that's 15, then, plus two, that Mo hit, that's well, no, 17. No. Your, your two plus your CMB of 13 mm-hmm. 15 is 15. Plus, plus Mo hit. Right, and you, which is a 17. Yeah. You needed an 18 
The bag. Son of a. <laughs> you were off by one point. I hate the bag you. has a CMD of 18. I guess we're going back to Zana. If it pins a creature, it pulls them inside as a free action. The creature drawn within is consumed. Just do it to me. Do it to me, GM. <laughs> Just do it to me, GM. You see the bag's mouth open wide as it finishes the job that it had started. Sal's grip is loosened as Aleas is seemingly no longer in your presence. And all there is is a bag laying in the dirt road. <laughs> We're going to cut it there, ladies You're and gentlemen. You're horrible, Quentin. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Wait until I tell Jaden. You had, you had three rounds to roll to escape something that had a minimum check of three <laughs> that you had to roll. Um. So, thank you, Rodrigo, for commissioning this beautiful piece of art. Elias, she will forever be in our memory. Um, there is a possible chance we could revive her. Maybe. If they take the bag, but... So, we're gonna, that's going to be it, foundlings, for, for this episode of Odd. <laughs> thank you for joining us for Season 3, Episode 23. I hope you had fun. I know this was completely unexpected. I literally looked up random items... From a list. and rolled I a feel so betrayed. I rolled a percentile die to select the items. It randomly selected this. And then you only had a 10% chance for this bag activating. And then you had three rounds to escape it. So to say that this was not intended is an understatement. But with that, I feel like I'm going to leave you foundlings for this week. So Snow, please take it away. All right, foundlings. This is the first death in the SAO She's not uh, dead. Campaign. No, listen, Quentin, there are rules to the game. Elias is gone for now. Well, foundlings, that is a very sad end to the episode. But don't worry. Things can only get darker. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. Until the odd campaign and the odd guild make their triumphant victory over this stupid world. How dare it? So, all right, foundlings. Thank you so much for joining us on this week's episode of Sword Art Online Odd. If you've enjoyed today's episode on this somber note, or you've been enjoying the Sword Art Online Odd campaign, please make sure that you share it with a friend. Maybe don't start with this episode unless you really think that the chaos of what just happened is okay. Yeah, so go ahead and share that with a friend or family member. And wherever you listen to your podcast, Please make sure you leave your rating and review because that helps us out immensely on getting discovered by other people. And in addition to that, if you would like to support the podcast in other ways, maybe we'll start like a, a whole um, Rip Elias fund on Patreon. I don't know. You can bring her back via your charitable donations. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, your donations will bring Elias back. Uh, that might be a joke. That might be serious. I don't know. I'll consider it. You might want to send us an email or something. You can send us an email at info at missingroleplayerfound.com. That's actually one way to get a hold of us. Or you can join our Discord if you follow the link in the description below. And if you can't, click it, copy and paste it, or have somebody read it to you because I want to hear your reactions to this, please. And also, you can follow us on our social medias um, on Twitter and Instagram at rollfound. And the last but not least, maybe we'll make a R.I.P. Elias shirt on our... It's just her character was being eaten by a bag. And it'll be like rip on top. So yeah, no, if you want to get that made, consider supporting us and also no, leaving a don't, message. Don't touch me, GM. <laughs> 
And also, we do have merchandise, so please visit us on our website, missingroleplayerfound.com, where you can get shirts, including the Ripolea shirt, which will be coming out in the near future. Thank you. We'll see you next next week. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Bye, guys. <laughs> so... We were supposed to be investigating a murder mystery today, and indeed, there is now a mystery of how someone was murdered, but not the one that I intended. Everybody, find out what happens next week on the Odd Campaign. Bye, guys! <laughs>